If you fill a room with men and women and you ask the question, have you ever feared for your life? What you will notice is that a few of the men's hands will go up. Each one of these men has a story about an isolated incident. Like, for example, the time that they got in a fight when they were a kid, or the time they got in an accident, or the time that they were traveling abroad. What happens also is that every single hand of every woman in that audience will go up into the air. Now, if you ask the question, how many of you feared for your life in the last year? Most of the men's hands will go down, unless the isolated incident they're talking about occurred within that last year. And again, all of the hands of the women stay up. If you ask the question, how many of you have feared for your safety in your life in the last month? Again, all of the women's hands stay up. And the same thing happens if you ask, how many of you feared for your life in the last week? All of the hands will stay up. And this exercise usually shocks the hell out of men. Because this is the one thing that men do not understand about women. And if they did understand this about women, the way they behaved around them would dramatically change. Here is something that absolutely everyone experiences. However, the experience of fear, or I should say, fear, <laughs> plays a role differently in the lives of men and women. For a woman, fear is woven into her biology. It is the baseline experience of her life, whether she is consciously aware of it or not. It is something she lives with like a prey animal, day in and day out. When women have something in their life that they care about, for example a partner or, to an even greater extent, children, this fear simply expands. It becomes even bigger. The experience of simply crossing a parking lot is a completely different physiological experience for a female than a male. If you're interested sometime in looking into the scientific studies about the fear response or the relationship to fear between men and women, it is completely eye-opening. For example, high-stress situations tend to make a man feel less afraid. The reason for this is because men don't perceive themselves to be innately powerless, especially in the world. And so as a result, when they get into these types of situations, they tend to default into anger and into empowered action. A woman, on the other hand, in a high-stress situation, will fall completely into fear. Why? Because most women perceive themselves to be powerless, actually, within the world. And so, as a result, they slip further and further and further into terror, and further and further and further into feeling like they can't do anything about it. Besides basic biology, and thousands upon thousands of years of us being wired this way for the sake of survival, you just gotta face it. The world is not a safe place for women. Just look at the statistics. And the reality is, most men simply cannot relate to this perception of being constantly unsafe. Physically and emotionally. Because they cannot relate to this and do not even know this is the perceptual experience for women, they do not understand how to behave around women and by not seeing this make tons of mistakes. They do not understand that this baseline experience of fear that women live with every single day is the biggest determining factor for what women really want in relationships. The most important thing for women in a relationship is trustworthiness. A capacity to trust somebody is a woman's definition, subconscious or conscious, of safety. 
Basically, trustworthiness is a woman's insurance policy against this fear that she's constantly feeling. And this is actually the single biggest motivator for women to even enter into relationships to begin with. It is that feeling of safety. A woman wants to be protected by a man, but she has to be protected first and foremost from him. To trust someone is to be able to rely upon them to capitalize on your best interests. That is the simplest definition of trust. So if somebody's trustworthy, it means they are the kind of person who you can rely upon to capitalize on your best interests. But here's the most important thing to realize about that. To be able to capitalize on someone's best interests, you have to have a very firm grip on what those best interests actually are. For this reason, the only way to develop trustworthiness is to develop attunement. Attunement is being or bringing into harmony. A feeling of being at one with something. The best way to imagine attunement is to imagine sitting in your car and reaching out for the radio dial. If you want to hear the music being played at a specific frequency like 98.2 FM, you need to tune your radio dial to 98.2 FM, and then you will hear the music. Your own radio dial needs to be brought into harmony with or become one with the radio channel that you want to receive in order to perceive that radio channel. It's no different with other things, including people. In order to be able to perceive other people, which is to attune to them, you have to be able to see into them, feel into them, hear them, and come to completely understand them. Basically, you need to attune to them. You need to tune into them as if you are them, so as to be able to imagine or feel the other person's emotional experience and to understand what they are feeling. This is what allows you to know what to say to someone and do in any given situation with that person. Unless you are attuned to a woman, you will have no idea what is actually in her best interests. You may think you do. This is a game a lot of men play. Oh, I know what's best for her. But you actually don't. This process of attuning, which develops emotional connection, so as to establish yourself as trustworthy, so as to signal to a woman that she's safe, is the single most important thing that you will ever learn how to do in a relationship. So, I will repeat, the single most important thing that men need to understand if they want to have a relationship with a woman is that they have to learn attunement and they have to learn how to develop trust so that a woman sees him as trustworthy. A man who is capable of doing that literally has the key to any woman's heart. For this reason, I suggest that you watch two of my videos. The first is trust, what is trust and how to build trust in relationships, and the second is attunement, the key to a good relationship. If a man was attuned enough to perceive this difference between the male perceptual experience of life and the female perceptual experience of life, in that he was able to attune enough to understand this baseline experience of fear that all women live with, he would obviously behave differently around him. His priority would shift. His priority would shift dramatically towards making her feel safe in any given situation, and especially making her feel safe with him. Now here's what men do not having this same perceptual experience of fear that women have. Often they minimize women's emotions, dismiss them, distract her from them, invalidate them, and worse, make a woman feel that she is crazy or that something's wrong with her because she feels this way. In other words, men behave as if women shouldn't feel that way because they don't feel that way. By behaving this way, you signal to a woman that you are unsafe. You increase her fear by signaling to her that you do not see, hear, feel, and understand her, that you will not be there for her, that you do not value her well-being, that you will not take care of her or protect her, 
and that you can be relied upon to make her feel worse about herself. This dynamic of men not making women's need for safety the single biggest priority in their relationships has vast implication, because perhaps the single biggest complaint that men have when they enter into couples therapy is, I don't get enough sex. Now here's the thing. Women and men are a little bit reversed here. A woman, in order to actually get aroused, has to feel safe. Now, it's tempting to think that if a man's top complaint in relationship therapy is I don't get enough sex, that he's just a complete asshole that only cares about sex, but this isn't actually the full truth. The real truth is that men need emotional closeness in a relationship just as much as women do. However, for most men, they experience needing sex in order to feel emotional connection. Whereas, women need emotional connection in order to have sex. Nothing prevents a woman from being able to be sexually aroused like fear. For a woman to be aroused, she must feel safe enough with you and be vulnerable, and she needs to feel emotionally connected to you to do that. Attuning to her so as to act in a way that tells her that you are trustworthy is what accomplishes that emotional connection. Now, some of you may be balking at this. Well, wait a minute, you know, some women really like that fear. No, actually. See, women can bulldoze themselves is what they can do. Women can act as if they're aroused. Women can fake orgasms, but they can't actually get aroused unless they feel safe. It is biologically impossible. Now, you think you have me beat, right? Because there are some people who are turned on by bondage and sadomasochistic practices, right? No, actually. BDSM relationships are perhaps the most interesting to study when it comes to this difference between the perceptual reality of fear that women experience and men. Now, a BDSM relationship, if it's a more in alignment version of that relationship, actually has to establish an even greater level of safety and security in that relationship. It has to be so much of a security in that type of a relationship that a woman feels safe enough to be tied up by her partner and blindfolded and things of this sort. Like literally, in these relationships, a person has to provide even more positive ownership than in a normal relationship in order to be able to stretch the boundaries that far. For this reason, I suggest you watch my video titled Own People, How to Take Ownership of Your Relationships. It's very important to note that if you are an emotionally unavailable man, and trust me, most likely if you are an emotionally unavailable man, you're not even gonna be able to admit it to yourself, but if you're an emotionally unavailable man, you cannot create safety for the woman that you're with. Why? You're not there for her, so you're not trustworthy. Also, it will end in a woman feeling alone in her relationship. Remember, I've talked about this over and over in all of my videos. Alone to a human, and even more so a woman, equals unsafe. You will be signaling to that woman by being emotionally available that you are unsafe, and it is an absolute guarantee that relationship will end. Let's just be honest, it is not in fashion, in a world that sees fear as weakness, and in a world that will shame you for feeling fear, for women to admit that this is the actual baseline of their experience. We are so acclimatized to feeling fear, that if you ask the average woman, are you feeling fear all the time, they'll be like, mm, no, not really. Why? Because she doesn't even notice that her baseline is fear. It's difficult for women to even acknowledge or admit to the fact that she lives in a state of fear for her physical safety and well-being as well as emotional safety and well-being nearly constantly. We are praised if we play the tough girl. We are praised if we say we don't feel fear. We are praised if we say we don't need a man. A strong woman is seen to be a woman that does not exhibit fear. But as a result, men have no idea what is going on with us. 
They don't get what a woman needs because it isn't societally acceptable since the woman fought to get rights and to be considered equal to men for women to tell them what is going on with them, which is fear. But perhaps this will shift a little bit of your thinking around this fear automatically equating to weakness, right? Bravery is not weakness, is it? Bravery implies fear. It can't be bravery unless there is fear present. And bravery is something that all women are. Why? Because we are living in a constant state of fear and living despite of that fear. As a man, you have got to accept this reality of fear as a baseline of a woman's experience. Even if a woman does not act demonstratively afraid, she will respond to you behaving in a way that ensures her that you will dedicate yourself to her feeling safe, especially with you. Ask yourself this question. If I 100% accepted and knew that fear is what this woman was experiencing in this situation, and genuine fear, not fear that she shouldn't be feeling, how would I speak and act differently? There is nothing that is sexier or more desired in this world to a woman than a man who is always looking for ways to ensure her of her safety and well-being, and looking for ways to enhance it. Have a good week.